Blog Talk Radio. Hey everyone, you are listening to Ignite Your Life Radio, episode number 24. We are turning our focus this month now to the power of yoga, and in today's show, I'm going to share with you a few of my favorite secrets when it comes to yoga. I can't wait. Are you ready to ignite your life, to live the life of your dreams? Welcome to Ignite Your Life Radio with inspiring life coach, experienced yoga educator, author, and inspirational speaker, Laura Erdman-Lund. Laura has inspired hundreds of clients for more than two decades to live happier, more inspiring lives. In fact, her goal for you is nothing less than your extraordinary life, a life that is full of purpose, deeply fulfilling, and vibrantly joyful for you. Join her as she discusses living an inspired life in today's world. And now, the Ignite Your Life show with Laura. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 24, Yoga Made Easy. As I said in my intro, I am switching focus in May to talking about yoga. I'll be talking about yoga on my Facebook page, on my blog. I've got another radio show planned during the month to talk about it. I am here to help you get started. Now, before I get into it, I want to talk about my sponsor. The sponsor happens to be my latest webinar I just released yesterday, kind of have a funny story to share about that. I will in a moment. But it's Yoga Made Easy. So if you have been someone who's been really interested in trying yoga, but you've been nervous, or you maybe you tried it once and it went too fast and you felt uncomfortable, or you have no idea where to begin, join me. Go to lauraerdmanlunds.com forward slash yoga made easy. And get yourself signed up. Now I have one more tonight. It happens to be May the Good grief, I don't even know the date, May 4th, <laughs> so 2016. So I have one tonight, but I also have others later in the month. So even if you listen to this podcast later, there's a good chance I'm going to keep it going through the summer too. I've really been enjoying this. So um, come join me, learn more, and if you are ready to jump into it, feel free to check out lauraedmanlunds.com forward slash learn yoga. It is my 30-video complete beginner yoga series. So it's pretty awesome. I'm really excited about it. It's some of my very best work, but we will talk about that later. So so I did want to quickly share my webinar don't. Um, I did my webinar yesterday afternoon, and I didn't do it with my assistant. She wasn't available, so I did it solo, and I had to giggle because the entire webinar had I shared the wrong screen for my computer. Nobody saw my beautiful 158-slide deck. I, I still can't believe it. And almost everybody stayed to the end, which is, FYI, unheard of in a webinar. So first of all, I was a little touched that people stayed. Even though they were looking at a single screen, they were actually looking at a slide deck from another webinar that I teach on essential oils the whole time. So huge eye roll, choose to be amused by it, definitely was upset for about half an hour, and then I thought, okay, grand scheme of life, not a big deal, and, you know, we all make mistakes, so that was mine. So hopefully tonight will go without a hitch. If you can make it and you're interested, please come. Um, I would love to have you. All right, so this week's free download is a good one. I actually just threw it together. Well, I've had the document for a while, but I threw away, threw together the the download for y'all because today's show is going to touch on this topic and I think you'll love it. I created a PDF that begins to, let's say, 
illuminate the different types of yoga. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show, all the different types of yoga, why there are so many different types of yoga, but I can't get into it too deeply in the show. The document shares my opinion of the pros and cons of each of the types of yoga. Okay, so it's really handy. If you have been confused by all the different kinds out there, please get this document. It will totally help you. Just go to lauraerdsandlunch.com forward slash podcast 24. And I, again, it's, it's a little, it is definitely my opinion. So, you know, I share a little edgy stuff there. Um, there are things I definitely love and things I definitely don't love about um, each of the types of yoga. There isn't, in my opinion, that perfect one out there, to be perfectly honest. And you just have to go into it with, um, that realization, but it would definitely help you find the kind of yoga you need, and I'm going to talk about how you do that in today's class, or today's podcast. You tell them you to teaching. Okay, so let's talk yoga, today's topic. I have to kind of giggle because I create these topics sometimes weeks in advance, and the day before, even the morning of the show, I pull up the, the topic, I look at what I said I was going to talk about, and I kind of put together um, put together some talking points because I really do riff on these shows and just and just chat. And I had to giggle because I had so many things put in the description for today's show. I was thinking, how am I going to get through that? And I like to keep these shows to 20 minutes, and this one is probably going to be 30 for sure because there's a lot to talk about. But let's get started. So why do 30 million people around the world practice yoga? Why has it exploded in popularity? Now, I want to share my opinion around this because I, I really believe that the pace of life, and I'm speaking from the U.S. perspective, so I know other countries are different. I do know I have listeners from other countries, and frankly, I would love to hear your perspective. One of the reasons I love to study other cultures is because there are definitely different perspectives around this thing. But the pace in the U.S. has gotten a little crazy. It's a little nutty. Um, I'm actually creating an e-course on how to find time because I'm telling you I am going to scream if I hear one more I don't have enough time we all feel that way right life's going so fast there's so much to do there's Facebook there's my email there's my text there's my phone is always with me there's always something going on there's Netflix if I'm in the bathroom I'm going to watch TV I'm going to we're constantly doing things and I really think that deep down this pull to yoga is the promise of quiet, the promise of calm, the promise of finding that spot deep inside of us where we feel peace, no matter what's going on around us, you know, the eye of the hurricane. And I really do believe that is what's drawing the world into yoga. And, you know, I think that's a great reason I know people are drawn into it for a variety of reasons. I want to build my core or I want to get stronger or more flexible. I honestly think that we all have that desire deep down for that quiet space. And you know what? Yoga can provide that. Along the way, it can help with your tension, you know, the lower back discomfort you have, the shoulder pain you might have, the stress, you get better sleep. Strength, flexibility, I mean, seriously, let me count the ways. There are so many benefits to yoga. So I want to explain why yoga is different than other kinds of exercise. I frequently get this question. And 
I, I want to start, I want to talk about it on two levels. And the first level is going to be really, really simplistic. And the second level I'm going to go into a little bit more deeply. So the first level is yoga is a mind-body exercise. What does that mean? What that means is we encourage people to think as they're in the pose. We encourage people to be present in the pose. So stick with me here. I, I taught aerobics for 10 years. And I remember one time I had someone who came up to me. I started when I was, gosh, I think I was 18. And I had someone who came up to me and said, oh, man, I don't want to think. Just give me a hard workout. I want to leave sweating. And at the time I was practicing yoga too. And, and that comment was really poignant to me. I thought, and there it is. Like people want to come, numb out, work out, and then go back. And even when they're numbing out, if you will, they're probably thinking about their work and, and the things that they need to be doing. Yoga, on the other hand, we encourage people to be thinking. We give people things to think about as they're in the pose. In fact, I had a beginner last night in class. She's probably been to three or four classes. And she said, I, I came over and I was helping her with something, and she said, wow, you really can't think about anything else when you're doing this. There's so much to think about. And I started chuckling because I was like, yes, that's exactly it. And here's the thing, that awareness continues as you leave the class. When you're in the car driving home, you feel the wheel. You feel the, the, the road underneath your tires, right? You're aware of the other drivers. And then you start to become more aware of what you're saying. And you think before you say something. You have a space between a reaction, you know, before, between when something happens and how you react, there's a space. And you're aware of how you're reacting. You'll become more aware of what you're eating and how it makes you feel. You'll become more aware of what you're consuming for your mind, maybe with the media and how you feel. And that is the power of yoga. Now, the deeper level I'd like to talk about, yoga also sees the body as holistically. Now, when I talk on this level, I always see yoga, the yoga out there, if you will, there are two kinds of yoga types and teachers, okay? And essentially, it's the yoga instructors are the ones that are basically guiding an exercise class. Okay, and I'm, I want to tell you this because I'm, I'm trying to help edu educate people on how to find the teacher for them. If that's what you want, then you're really looking for a yoga instructor. And they're just going to talk you through the poses, and that's it. The next level, and that's okay. If that's what you want, that's, there's no judgment here. That's, that's cool. The next level is a yoga teacher. And yoga teacher is going to teach, teach you on many levels. So yoga sees the body holistically. Again, a yoga teacher will see the body holistically. A yoga instructor will see it just as a physical body. And so I'm going to speak from a yoga teacher's perspective. The body, or yoga sees the body as having five levels. They're called koshas or sheaths. There's the physical body. There's the energetic body, the mental body, the habitual mind body, and the bliss body. Okay? Now, isn't this true? We're not just our physical body, right? We're not just our minds. We're not just our emotions. We're not just our heart. We're all of those things interwoven into this beautiful tapestry. 
And with a complete yoga practice, we work on all of those levels. Okay, so the physical body we work on with an, a physical practice, the poses that you're familiar with seeing. And what that does with the physical body is it helps get out the kinks and declutter it, if you will. So it helps release the tension in the lower back or the shoulders. Um, it'll help build your flexibility. It can help repair injuries, you know, by learning how to be in your body in a safer way. It does many things. Um, on a energetic level, we do breathing. Now, even just simple breathing at the beginning of class to help you become more centered is powerful. We also do more more advanced pranayama practices in more advanced classes. Some people do, some people don't, but it really gets you into that energy body, into your chi, your prana, whatever it is you call it, and it helps begin to clear the pathways in there, clear the clutter, if you will. The third layer is your mental mental body, and this is your lower mind. That's This is your Mind that gets cluttered, the one that's thinking all the time, the one that's trying to remember to pay the mortgage, the one that's trying to remember to pick up the, the dry cleaning, that's your lower mind. And what we do in yoga is we meditate. The meditation helps begin to control that mind. So it's been said that we have 60,000 thoughts a day. Through meditation, you can get it down to 30,000. So you're slowing that mind. Now, I'm not sure who counted <laughs> how that's possible. But from an experienced meditation practitioner, I can say it's a pretty powerful tool. Not only that, but meditation makes you more aware of your thoughts because apparently with those 60,000 thoughts, you only have between 8 and 10 different ones. So we ruminate on the same thing, right? And keep thinking about that same thing over and over and over again. And that's certainly true. And when you meditate, you become really aware of what you're thinking about. And you can begin to upgrade your thoughts. Which brings us into third, which is your, or the fourth body, which is your habitual mind. Now, this one is, refers to the mind you fall back on, if you will, your habits when you're stressed and tired. So I was like to say that it's, it's when you blurt the thing your mom used to say that you swore you never would. That's your habitual mind. It's also where your beliefs lie. So this is the level your beliefs live. And your beliefs are your opinions about what you're capable of and what you deserve. Okay? So this is the beliefs are what got you to wherever you are in your life today. Okay? Some good, some not so good. Right? And what we do in yoga is we study philosophy. So there are plenty of precepts out there and philosophy books to read, study, think about. And the way teachers will bring that into class is with a quote or something that it makes you think, something that makes you think. Because you know what? Once you start to open your mind to new ideas, you may not agree with them. That's okay. But if you consider them honestly as, as is possible, do you think this could be a possibility for me? What happens is you begin to shift that habitual mind. Powerful, eh? So, if you look at this, I just talked about four things. Poses, breathing, meditation, philosophy. And I have always seen a practice, a yoga practice, as being a chair, and each of those is one of the legs. All equally important. 
In the U.S., often you get yoga that's only focused on the physical. And to me, that's exercise. And again, that's fine. But if you're looking for more, if you're looking for that peace inside of you, you're going to need all four legs. And the beauty of this is at any one time, one of those legs may not be accessible. Maybe you get injured. You can't do your physical practice for a while. That's okay. You still have your meditation, your breathing, and your philosophy. Or maybe life is chaotic and you're so stressed that meditation isn't appropriate. I mean, if you're sit for 10 minutes in meditation and all you do is ruminate and stress, it's not appropriate to be meditating. It's not helping you. It's making it worse. And it's probably better at that point to be on the mat working out your frustration. It's a beautiful thing to have all four in place. And that's one of the powers, I think, for yoga. So you want to think of yoga as more of a way of life than simply exercise. Okay, so now let's talk about all the different types of yoga. Holy cow, right? When I first started, I started in D.C. 25 years ago. There was one kind of yoga in the entire city. It was Iyengar Yoga. There were four studios in the whole city. One of the owners had three different studios, I believe, so maybe there were seven studios in the whole area. I mean, we're talking Maryland, Virginia, the whole metro area. It just kind of blows my mind when I think about that now. Um, but why is there so much? Okay, this is where I really, wa- I really want you to think about this. There are so many types of yoga. People tend to, not everyone, but, you know, these are the stories I get. <coughs> Excuse me. Go to one yoga class and say, oh, I didn't like that. It's not for me. And I always want to say, there are so many types of yoga. Keep searching. You're also so many kinds of teachers. But I'm about to blow your mind because this is super cool. So what's really amazing about this is almost all of the greatest masters of our time were taught by one teacher. His name was Sri Krishnacharya. He was born in India in 1888. And he taught Indra Devi, BKS Iyengar, TKV Kachar, uh, K. Patabi Joyce, and I will go through each of those in a moment, the greatest masters of our time. First, you have BKS Iyengar. He is actually my main lineage. BKS Iyengar created the props that we are so familiar with. He was the one who created the blocks. I don't think he did the mats. I think those are already around, but I'm not sure because they aren't from ancient yoga. They didn't have yoga mats in, in, in the olden days, if you will. But he did do the straps, the blankets, the bolsters. They all came from him because he was finely attuned to alignment. It was really important to him to keep alignment, keep, to keep people safe. Because of that, he created the props to help bodies get into alignment. So if, you're, if you couldn't touch the floor, he brought the floor up to you with a block. Now, this is my main, I, my main lineage as well. I love Iyengar because I love alignment. Being an exercise physiologist, I really believe in alignment. Okay, that was BKS Iyengar. You have TKV, that's a guitar. He went on to found Vini Yoga. Vini Yoga is a one-on-one yoga, and it was really the start of therapeutic yoga. He worked one-on-one with people so he could be really specific to their needs. And then you have K. Patabi Joyce. He went on to found Vinyasa Yoga, 
which is the the start of all of the power, Bikram, all of those yogas, was from him. Now, think about this. One teacher taught these great masters that went on to create totally different kinds of yoga. You know what that tells you? They created the yoga that helped them. Krishnamacharya taught them the yoga they needed in their life to go on to do this. So the reason I'm telling you this is you need to find the yoga that fits you. It isn't necessarily your neighborhood yoga studio. If you are looking for balance, if you are looking for that calm I talked about at the beginning of this this podcast, then you need to find what balances you. This is where I think so many of us have fallen away. In the U.S., by far, the most popular type of yoga is power yoga. There wasn't even, even power yoga when I started. Bikram was still in L.A., and that was it. But why are they people drawn to that? For the most part, it's because it enhances that type A frenetic, chaotic personality. Right? Here you are. You're going to go to yoga. and oh, You're going to get more of this, more, more, more. And I speak from experience because I was really drawn to power yoga initially. I, I, and I made it up. I just did my practices because I didn't know about power yoga, but I had my practices based in salutations so I could feel like I got a workout at the end. And as a stressed out person, I was just adding to it. It wasn't balancing me. You know, people will tell me, oh, but I feel great when I leave class. And I say, absolutely, you totally do. I do not not believe that. I am sure you feel awesome not balancing your personality. You need to find that counterbalance with the type of yoga that you study. What would Krishnamacharya have taught you? If you came in stressed out, wigged out, he would have laid you on the floor and said, sit there for 20 minutes. I'll be back later. He would have gone to have a cup of tea. I'm just kidding. I don't know what he would have done. But he would have laid you down for sure. When someone comes in to me and says, what do I need? Because I can read bodies and I know. I'm going to say, you're going to lay down. I'm going to prop you up. I'm going to put an eye bag on you. And I'm going to make you breathe for 20 minutes. And you're going to go insane initially. But ultimately, it's going to bring calm to your body. Now, that said, if your personality is more sit on the couch, eat potato chips, flip through the channels, you do need something that's going to get a fire burning under your butt, okay? You do need power yoga. You're going to need a little something to get you going. So you need to find the type of yoga that works for you. And my download for this show will help you. Again, I share, definitely share my opinion. Um, take, take with it. A, read it with a grain of salt, shall we say. So it's definitely my opinion. Um, but I share honestly how I feel about many of the types of yoga pros and cons and whether it's good for you or not good for you. So if you go to lauraerdmanmonth.com forward slash podcast 24, then you will be able to get that information for yourself and be able to have it for yourself. Okay. So I also said I was going to talk about how to find a teacher in class and how to know the, the class is right for you. I only have a few minutes left. But let me just say that there are a couple things you want to keep in mind. If you're a beginner or if you've never learned the poses, I really encourage you 
to find a teacher or something that can help you learn the poses. Break them down. If you've always learned yoga by watching the person in front of you, I guarantee that there's a deeper place that you can go into the poses and get more out of them. I mean, not only can you injure yourself, can I just tell you the number of shoulder injuries that have come from down dog chaturanga not done correctly and not counterbalanced with the the pose that counters chaturanga, tons of injuries. In fact, I think it's the number one injury from yoga. And my series does break them down. So that's one of the reasons I'm putting it out in the world right now, the complete beginner yoga series, is it breaks the poses down totally. So definitely find that. If you don't join me, I'm actually stepping into doing a whole summer of yoga, community, building community. It starts in June. Um, For anyone who joins me with the complete beginner yoga series, uh, it's going to be an awesome, awesome summer. I'm so excited. Um, But if you don't join me, find a teacher who does that for you. The second thing is I tell people most studios have a first-class free policy. Try it out. But you need to try out the studio, make sure you feel good there, and the teacher. The teacher should make you feel supported and cared for. They should ask you, do you have any physical issues that they need to know about? That's really crucial. And they need to ask you even more. Like if you say, I have knee problems, they need to say, tell me more. If they just say, oh, okay, and walk away, then they're not going to be helping you because there's so much to knee problems and simply knowing someone has a knee problem isn't going to be helpful for them. Okay, make sure you feel comfortable and supported. Also make sure that the class doesn't move so fast that you can't follow it and that the teacher will stop if you have questions. That's really important because you don't want to just be buzzing through and not feel like you can ask a question. Okay, I have run out of time, but I'm going to do another show around this in two weeks. So if you want to join me in two weeks, podcast number 25, I will be doing more around this. For now, join me for the webinar, lauraerdmanmonth.com forward slash yoga made easy. Um, Go there, get yourself signed up, and join me tonight, or I think I'm doing it again in two weeks. I'll be doing it every couple of weeks for the next few months. So I would love to have you join me. That's what I'm planning right now. We'll see as we go. And again, I'm going to start this amazing community for the summer for learning yoga. I think summer is a beautiful encapsulated time to do something special for yourself, this lovely three-month period of self-care and learning yoga. It's just a lovely thing. I'm planning lots of fun things, extra freebies, lots of good stuff coming up for the summer. So I'm really excited about that. And if you're ready to jump in, you're saying, yes, let's do this, Laura. I want to join your program. Go to, you can go to my website, lauraerdmanmonth.com, and click on the shop. And the Complete Beginner Yoga Series is there, as well as a special VIP upgrade where I make a specialized video just for you. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited to share all of this with you. Um, It's near and dear to my heart. I'm very passionate about it. And I look forward to sharing even more as we go forward. So have a simply delightful day. And may you be inspired to live your extraordinary life.